It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Joshua friend, it is E3 slash Summer Games Fest weekend and all sorts of stuff. If it was a ship, it'd be leaking. There's all sorts of different things <laughs> popping out, just popping out the hull, um, left, right and centre. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're just going to sort of round up the, the most last minute rumours, but that are also the biggest talking points um, going into tonight's show. If you're in the UK, then Summer Games Fest kicks off at 7 o'clock. E3 is across Saturday through till next Tuesday. But between the two of them, there's going to be all sorts of different announcements, all sorts of new games, different trailers, etc. Um, and some of them have already started leaking out there ahead of time. So um, the first one is a Guardians of the Galaxy game, which comes to us information from Mr. Jason Schreier, um, dropping it on his podcast, uh, the Triple Click podcast, um, just saying that you know there is going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy game at some point going forward, um, which makes me think that they'll be using uh, the Avengers technology, the engine, because I feel like if you're going to do something, have another crack at just how much the Avengers missed the mark, maybe you take that combat model, you do it with Star-Lord, Groot, everybody else, and you just try that whole thing again, but maybe get the microtransaction side of it better this time oh i hope that doesn't happen i hope they share no <laughs> technology because even though i don't mind the way the avengers game plays you can have some fun in that especially when you've got like really interesting characters like i really enjoyed playing black widow for instance thought i mm. that was really cool throwing around captain america shield and never gets old that said if we're having all of these superhero games you know there's an issue with superhero sameness when it comes to the mcu movies True. you know i really like them but they feel very similar and if we're going to have mm-hmm. Heroes in video game form. I want them to play differently. I want them to broach different subgenres. I don't want to instantly jump into Guardians of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and think I've played this before. It was called um, the Avengers, and I mean that <laughs> simply from like a mechanical system standpoint. Yeah. It makes a lot of business sense to do that, but for me personally, I'd, I'd want something that looks fresh. I want something that plays in a different way, and something that just isn't in this kind of same hegemonic family, I guess. Same, but I think that I, I look at the way the, the, the you think of the Guardians, you think of what's in right now with squad-based multiplayer co-op stuff, and I think that that's the route that they'll go down. If you played Ultimate Alliance three, you can play as the Guardians in that, um, yes. and they just roll together Rocket Raccoon and Groot into one character, and then you still had um, Gamora, Star Lord, and Groot, and um, Drax as the other three. So I kind of wonder if they'll do it that way. But like, like I said, to me, in my mind, because Square Enix were behind publishing the Avengers game, I just think they go, well, we got everything wrong with this, so this was a big old test case, and it. 
it's pretty much, it's just done. The Avengers is still getting updates, but I just feel like it's done. And if you were them, um, it's like, okay, how can we do this again? Let's do a Guardians game. And that's like distanced yeah. enough lore-wise. And we can sort of carry across some of the design ethos from um, the Avengers game um, and hopefully bring that together. The next big old thing is Far Cry Frenzy, um, which initially started back from a deleted post from October 2019, um, which is, which right. uh, mentioned a free-to-play Far Cry game called Far Cry Frenzy, which was then deleted. Um, but as of yesterday, a Redditor called Alternative Ad posted an image of a map editor, which at the top said Far Cry Frenzy um, and showed some assets being put together, saying uh, E3 this weekend. So this is also kind of corroborated with what Jason Schreier said, um, because he said the next Far Cry game would be a big departure for the series, um, which could be this idea of going down the free-to-play Far Cry model, um, which to me makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, you've got, you know, this would explain why the Far Cry arcade isn't going to be in Far Cry 6. Um, also, let's Ubisoft try and catch up with the likes of Roblox and Minecraft and have their own dreams-style, make-your-own-fun type game. Um, yeah. Because Roblox is... Um, monthly revenue is ridiculous. That game is making hundreds of thousands of pounds slash dollars every month. And if I'm Ubisoft, then I want one of my top tier franchises to be free to play and also make your own levels. The Gold Goldeneye maps were just remade in it, so I think that would be a way to capitalize on that stuff as well. Well, well, well. I mean, it does make sense. Just a few uh, months ago, maybe even weeks ago, they were talking about how they were pivoting towards a lot of um, free-to-play releases <clears throat> going forward and said that all of their big franchises would get some kind of free-to-play offering, which is cool. <clears throat> For me, it's not something that I would necessarily mess with. I think the map editor stuff in Far Cry has always been grand. But me, when it comes to this specific <laughs> franchise, Scott Tailford, I've loved <clears throat> often the main installments, you know, really love Far Cry 3, <clears throat> even really enjoyed Far Cry Five. But when it comes to the spin-offs, whether it be Primal, whether it be New Dawn or whatever, they've never the really... DLC. They've never... Yeah, yeah, the DLC for Far Cry 5. They've never stuck with me, so I've never really loved any of the spin-offs in the same way. And mm. without being pessimistic, I worry I will have the same feeling for whatever Far Cry frenzy is. Well, I, I wonder if you're the dev teams behind Far Cry, you're that wing of Ubisoft that's putting these games together, like, because it's that was the whole thing, like, you know, far, the Far Cry 3 set the template, you've got your wacky antagonist, you've got the different way that they approach the, the map itself, you've got the towers that you're going to climb, and they've sort of just repeated that, you know, switch the lo location out and just keep doing it. Far Cry has kind of become Assassin's Creed in terms of just a, a biannual release, or sorry, multiple um, every couple of years release, and just keep putting it out. But I wonder if you're the devs and you see the likes of the Far Cry arcade and what the different creations that people have managed to put together do you just hand over the keys to them for a bit and take a break from the series and just see what the community does see what they favor see what gameplay styles come out of that uh, or maybe what multiplayer ideas come out of that maybe you can tap mm -hmm. back into the way that far cry used to be multiplayer back in the day um you know and sort of do things like that so i think it makes sense like i said if you look at the revenue side of it um making your own games is a weird thing where i think dreams didn't really take off even little big planet for as popular as it was i didn't feel like it revolutionized things it wasn't until minecraft came along that enough people got involved in a customize your own experience type thing but i think if i was ubisoft this makes sense and like you said they already mentioned a lot of the free-to-play stuff um so why not um something else for the ubisoft conference comes again from jason schreier who mentions that beyond good and evil 2 is very very early in development um still so i don't know if they still show like a logo or they show something for it the only reason that game got shown in the first place was because ubisoft were staving off a hostile takeover from vivendi so they had mm. to be like hey we've got projects don't take us over we've got all this stuff look at us we're a family um, but that game was so clearly at the beginning of its development and I'm pretty sure that um, the dude that was putting it together Michel Ancel I'm pretty sure he's left Ubisoft now anyway yes 
Yes, yes, yes. I think the thing's been restarted yet again. And mm. Scott, since I was a wee Ben in the arms of my mother, <laughs> this thing's been in very early development. Like, week. I don't believe that any... <laughs> I don't believe that... <laughs> You've completely derailed me with that. You completely derailed me with that. Um, I don't think this game is ever, ever coming out. I don't think we're ever going to get it. It's no. always in early development. It's always getting restarted. And I don't care. I don't care anymore. You can stuff it. I don't want to see it. I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm done with Beyond Good, Good and Evil 2. I think that's fair. I mean, like, honestly, I do think that's fair. The, the first Beyond Good and Evil is very much a cult classic. It's still totally recommendable to this day. There is an HD version, especially you can go and play it on the Xbox, get all the, the up-res textures, sorry, get all the up-res resolutions, the loading times, and everything else, but, and the frame rates, but that game, you know, it's a one-off from, like, 2003. It's a very accomplished title, but like I said, the idea of a sequel just felt like something they could throw in. It was just sort of like, well, we need to say that we've got all these different projects in the works, so let's just yeah. say we've got Beyond Good and Evil too. Like, hey, we can't be taken over because we've got this thing and then you know they managed to like to manage to survive that takeover ubisoft are going pretty strong themselves at the minute um and they just don't need it anymore and i feel like if your lead director dude has left anyway then what do you even do with that game um moving on to the next thing is halo infinite apparently getting a multiplayer beta on sunday following the microsoft conference um this was written up by tweak town but they've since deleted their post um but also alongside that again throwing in mr jason trier um i think it was him anyway at least uh, is saying that there will be a September release date for the game itself. This is also reported on an earlier article from Tweaktown. Um, so, Halo Infinite multiplayer beta on Sunday, and that the game's full release will actually be in September. The latter part sounds crazy, but I could see them doing the multiplayer thing, because that was yeah. apparently rumoured to happen last December, um, yes. and the whole thing just got pushed back. So I think... If they do, they need something. So if you come out with E3 um, and Microsoft go, hey, by the way, you can go play Halo right now, I think that makes a lot of sense. That would be cool. And, you know, we've been talking all year, if not since the end of last year, about how mm. Microsoft can, you know, reintroduce Halo Infinite in a way that gets people excited, in a way that, you know, completely eradicates what they showed off last year, completely gets rid of all of the stigma around the massive, massive delay they had. And I think just being mm -hmm. like, look, here it is. You can play it, judge it for yourself. That might be the best way to go about it. You get word of mouth going, you get people excited because they're not just watching a trailer, they're actually experiencing it for themselves. And it'll make me, if it does happen, even more gutted that I can't find an Xbox Series X anywhere. What's that about? Please just find, be in stock. Please be in stock. Maybe that's their big announcement. Just, hey, by the way, we've actually sorted the stock problem. Don't worry. You can actually God. get your hands on the system. Um, the other thing, um, I feel like a lot of this is Jason Schreier, but he's the one who always throws out the biggest stuff nearest to the event. Um, to throw in for the Microsoft conference is that we're apparently getting a big old Starfield showcase. Um, but the thing that Schreier pointed out is that the game isn't actually coming until late 2022, which goes mm -hmm. against a lot of the other conversations online, um, but does line up with his earlier tweets that as far as he's heard, or maybe he's had this follow-up stuff as well, um, Starfield is still very early in development and nowhere near release um assumedly we'll find out on sunday but what's your thoughts on i guess where the hell the world is on starfield yeah i just want to see it i want to see what it actually is apart from these mm. leaked weird screenshots that we've got i think it might mm -hmm. be a bit of a shock for to some people who have been hoping for a 2021 release that's not going to going to be until late 2022 but mm. as long as the game has the time it needs, and as long as it doesn't come out with the Bethesda jank that we've come to know and <laughs> increasingly hate, like I think they can take as long as they need with it because they can't afford another um, Fallout 76 bomb. And they probably can't even afford another Fallout 4 because for a while I really enjoyed that. A lot of people were kind of dissatisfied with it. It sold well, but it kind of mm. started this identity crisis for Bethesda. And it kind of was the thing that started getting people looking at other developers and essentially removing Bethesda from the top spot when it comes to these AAA RPGs. 
Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I think like considering the amount of money that was thrown at them to acquire Bethesda, we they need to do something with that that just says, hey, look at all this amazing stuff we've bought. Look at all these yeah. trinkets. Look at all these different games that we've got coming. Maybe an Elder Scrolls Six update as well. But I think Starfield is the the main one to go for. Um, some things to throw in quickly here. Three additional things. Uh, one is Elden Ring getting a full reveal. Apparently, that's happening. Might be literally by the time you watch this video, might be live <laughs> in the Summer Games Fest. Um, but according to Jeff Grubb, um, this is going to be at Jeff Keighley's show, the Summer Games. Fest. First, um, Jeff Crow tweeted um, alongside a lot of other people talking about it, just saying he has it in terms of he has the Elden mm. Ring uh, footage to show <laughs> off. Um, I think Summer Games Fest will open with this. Like I said, it's seven o'clock tonight UK time. Um, I think that'll be the big sort of Jeff Keighley all eyes on him type thing. Um, yeah. But I then think that Elden Ring will probably show up across the weekend somewhere else. It'll have to be, I guess, at Microsoft show. Um, but I'm pretty sure Bandai Namco have their own um, showcase as well, some point during the weekend, so maybe then. Um, another thing um, which can go alongside the Microsoft stuff is that Xbox Series X is getting Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, mm. That's been shown as a part of a leak on uh, GameStop. They had it listed on coming to Xbox, which you kind of always thought it was going to be doing anyway, but you'll need something like a Series X to be able to play that game so it'll look as yeah. photo real as it does. I don't know how they're going to get around the storage size of it um, because on PC, I'm, it, I'm initially it needed hundreds and hundreds of gigs of data because it's literally the whole world that you can go explore. <laughs> so I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, and the final thing is a Kingdom Come Deliverance sequel where um, Cock Media, who are the publishers of Kingdom Come Deliverance, have got a live stream counting down to a reveal, um, which some fans over on Reddit have twinned with the Twitter account for the developer, Warhorse Studios, um, noticing that they've been liking a lot of comments, saying that they're, they're looking forward to a new game and that they like Kingdom Come Deliverance. Um, what's your thoughts on a new Kingdom Come Deliverance? Well, I cannot lie. There is video evidence of me not being a fan of Kingdom Come Deliverance, but in fairness, I only played Same it for about four launch, or five yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, I only played it for a little bit, and I like that people obviously love that brand of quite realistic, overtly mm. realistic um, RPG sensibilities. Um, I would definitely check it out. Maybe maybe I, I've come more, more round to that style in the years since. I don't know. That would be an interesting one in a field <laughs> potentially about time since the last one um, came out. Ultimately, Scott, I'm looking at all of these rumours, all of these leaks, and I'm thinking, it's finally happening. I'm finally getting a little bit excited. I'm finally feels real after a year of no E3. It feels like we're getting something substantial starting tonight with the Summer Game Fest and going into the weekend. I've got the football, I've got E3. It's a good weekend for old JV is all I'm saying. I'm going to have hopefully a a nice time. Yeah, I mean, this happens every time when we get ourselves psyched up and then Splinter Cell doesn't show up and I'm just going to get sad again. But for now, it's pretty exciting. But yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below of everything that we've just covered. What do you want to see? What do you potentially want to not see uh, from each of the conferences? Uh, and for now, I've bleh, had a blur. No, every single time. But I don't care. Avin Scott from whatculture.com. I've been Josh from whatculture.com. I will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.